The Australian Defence Magazine podcast. Serving the business of defence. With Grant McHeron. Hi everyone and welcome back to the show. This episode I'll be talking with a group of people about cooperation between industry and academia and opportunities around autonomy in the underwater environment. Our first two guests from Tullus Australia are Aaron DeNoyer, electronics engineer, and Gavin Henry, business development manager. We're also joined by Associate Professor Adrian Wills from the University of Newcastle. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you, Grant. G'day, everyone. Nice to be here. Cool. So we'll kick straight in. Aaron, I'm going to open it up with your good self. Can you please tell me about Robot X? What is it and how Tullus is involved with it? Sure thing. So Robot X is basically a international robotics competition. Um, it is run by a non-for-profit organization called Robination. And in particular, this year, they're partner with our uh, Defense and Science Technology Group, DSCG. And um, we're holding the competition in Sydney, uh, specifically the Penrose Regatta Center. So the competition itself is made up of student teams. And these students have a common platform. Uh, which is called a a WAMV, which is effectively a type of service vessel. And each of these teams will have to modify uh, this platform to complete various challenges. Uh, These challenges are reflective of problems which are found in contemporary robotics. And they have applications of defense, which is why we're kind of interested in um, getting involved in in what the students are doing. And Talos is interested in seeing how these students tackle these challenges. And we really want to encourage them to pursue a career in robotics, uh, the maritime robotics. So Talos is sponsoring three Australian university teams, the University of Sydney, Flinders University and University of Newcastle. Throughout this year, we've been providing high-level support and mentorship to these teams to help them achieve the best results possible. And TELUS is also sponsoring the event itself, uh, which means we'll be on the ground participating in what's going on with the team. So you can expect to see a TELUS presence on site. Cool. Thanks for that. So now that we've got the idea of what robotics is and how TELUS is involved, Adrian, let's bring you into the chat. And We'll start with a a broader question. Uh, How important is it for universities to have this level of support? And how do you think it benefits both uh, students and the broader university? Yeah, great question. So um, there's a number of points to note here, a few things that, that um, are worth remarking about. From, from the student perspective, it's, it's vital that they work with industry to create contacts. That's obviously one of the key things that come out of this type of collaboration. Um, also to learn from industry about what some of the important challenges and problems are that, that they're also taking interest in. Um, and knowing uh, these challenges uh, and why they're important, making some of the first steps to creating new and innovative solutions. So that's that's what we see from the student perspective. Um, that's kind of high level. There's more immediate and tangible implications though for, for the students and working with industry, particularly around simple things like purchasing and procuring equipment, uh, access to industry-based te- technical support, um, technical knowledge, uh, ensuring that the right hardware is selected, ensuring that uh, it's fit for purpose and um, also uh, obtaining access to um, expertise that is otherwise difficult to, to, to find at a university and, and amongst the teams themselves they're usually made up of students um, typically we need a bit of outside support for things that are practical and, and going to work in the real world this, this robotics platform in the OMB it does have to float on the water it's not something we can put in a bathtub it's got to work um, and so the students uh, it is very good to touch base with, with real industry people and make sure that, that, that we're playing in the right sandpit 
Um, there, there's a number of other things from a, a broader perspective. Universities are really keen to work with industry um, in order to ensure that the, the graduates have the right skills uh, and the right knowledge for not just now, but also for the future of engineering. And being involved in this sort of activity with, with TALUS and, and others is putting the students right in at the, the, the front of, of you know, what's being explored at the moment, and particularly around autonomous uh, vehicles and marine vessels. Um, having support from industry and an appetite to work together, uh, particularly on student-led projects, creates a real and live uh, conduit between uh, universities and industry and in particular students and industry as well. It's a bit of a, uh, an opportunity for industry to get in and um, have a chat with a few students. Also, there's a vetting opportunity there and looking for you know, a bit of uh, real talent. Um, we, we, that's an opportunity that is there and we, we hope that industry exploit that. Um, it's also worth mentioning that um, the Australian government is also very strongly encouraging universities to make sure that our graduates are work ready. It's one of the real pushes that's coming from the very top at the moment. Um, a key aspect of this is for university graduates to work um, and have a thing called work integrated learning and creating opportunities with the industry, real opportunities uh, where graduates can go out and work in, with placements. Um, having those industries that are local, that are close to the university, that are interested in what our graduates have to offer um, is, is vital to the university and also to, to, the, um, to the way the government wants universities to go in the future. So th this is, there's a number of aspects there um, in terms of from the you know, more tangible aspects all the way through to very high level uh, government initiatives. And just to expand on that a little, are you uh, finding that the the students are learning uh, a lot more about the real world that they're, they're going to encounter. For instance, uh, I've seen some prototypes that look great in a lab, but you take that into reality and once that student's actually experienced what reality is out there, they, uh, they come up with a prototype that's a bit better for the conditions they're likely to be in. Yeah, to, to, to make what you're uh, suggesting uh, concrete, there's, in parallel to this, uh, we're running our own internal version of what's called the Virtual Robotics Competition, which is a, a platform-based simulator uh, virtual robotics. And it's great, but it doesn't have any of the real-world problems that, that they're likely to see in terms of water ingress and, you know, things just going wrong and cloud and fog and, and smog and all sorts of other things going on. So all those real-world aspects are... Uh, it's quite easy to sweep under the rug and if you take them out of the problem then you create a virtual engineer so we're not interested in that um, we're, we're interested in making sure that our engineers are real and so working on real problems with real hardware um, and real challenges is, is what we're keen to do. This, this platform just provides one of those aspects of, of a real world problem uh, it's, it's tangible and small enough that a team of engineers students can make an attempt to get something to work and typically the teams do end up with something working um, and it's not uh, too small to be you know a one person job it actually is requiring a team so it's got all of those nice aspects where it requires that people work together to come up with a solution that an, an individual wouldn't be able to do so. uh, great stuff so Adrian keeping with you uh, just to take that one further step out from what we've been discussing so far thinking more broadly about the collaboration between industry and academia how do you find this promotes innovation and growth in technology 
Yeah, great question. It's on our minds at the moment, actually, as a, as a university and as a nation, we're, we're changing from the way that we used to operate uh, and that universities kind of would uh, do their research in isolation, largely government-funded, um, potentially without much connection with, with industry problems. But uh, the world in Australia are facing a, a large number of uh, growing challenges, things around sustainability and global warming, food security, uh, health and well-being, and, and you know, border security, for example. They're just, just to name a few of the really large challenges. Um, and given the scale of these types of problems, it's very unlikely that the individuals are going to come up with solutions all by themselves. So this is a, a case where we really do actually genuinely need to work together and put our heads together. Um, we know that industry are already facing some of these challenges and uh, collaborating with universities gives us uh, an opportunity to leverage off each other. So from the university's perspective, we want to be solving important and challenging and relevant problems. Um, and industry can leverage the other way and make sure that uh, they can lean on some extra minds to kind of augment their talent pool with a few uh, extra brains here and there uh, to put a solution together that's um, bigger than the, some of the parts. So in, in many cases, we see that solutions will require either the invention of a new type of technology, it could be something like a sensor or a new algorithm, um, and we, we see that if we don't have the real world problems there to drive these along, then we can create those in isolation, but they have no home. And the other way around, uh, industries might be faced with the challenges but don't know who to, who to get hold of to, to provide that new level of innovation that perhaps they don't have in-house uh, or they can't find easily elsewhere. So. Um, from, from our point of view, the two things come together and magic happens. Uh, we get access to real data, real world problems. Uh, we know that we're, we're solving something that's important to industry. It has a real impact. Uh, it changes the bottom line for Australia and keeps us safe and secure. So that, that's what we're in, interested in doing. Fantastic. So let's come back to you, Aaron. And we've just talked about uh, industry and academia collaboration. So what does this kind of collaboration and specifically speaking about robotics, what does that bring to your work and the broader Australia in general? Yeah, thanks for asking. So um, particularly with being able to work with sort of robotics, uh, it really gives the uh, opportunity to engineers like myself to interact with students um, who are still trying to, you know, get the foot in the world and understand what it's like to work in an industry on real problems. We can give them an early insight to industry and what those problems look like and that can help them understand what the career might look like, maybe um, help them to reshape what the career might look like or the path they want to take um, with that career. So, you know, it also gives us a, a great opportunity to um, really make an impact in someone's life um, and help them out to decide where do they want to go uh, with their technical expertise, whether that's, um, you know, down deep down the rabbit hole or if that's uh, staying sort of closer to the top where uh, you become a jack of all trades. So, um, you know, it's great to be able to interact with students. Um, it helps revitalize yourself and um, give that new energy where, where you sometimes you lose that by um, getting bogged down with all the technical work. So, um that's, that's always what I've always found with being able to interact with students. Um, so in particular with the broader TALUS group itself, where it, this RoboDex opportunity gives us a, a chance for us to encounter some young talents, um, some new minds who um, can bring a real value to the business. 
because um, really they're going to be the next generation with, with a new level of thinking. So talent gets us gets the opportunity to scout some new talent um, and allows us to continue delivering trusted solutions to our customers um, as their needs continue to evolve over time. Okay, thanks for that. So good to hear that it's uh, it's not just beneficial for the students; it's beneficial for for industry as well. It's it's going both ways, which is great. Now, Gavin, uh, you've been sitting here pretty quiet throughout. Uh, I, I know you're eager to jump in and have a, a say on your part of the world. So RoboTX is just one practical application of engagement with academia. Uh, can you speak to the broader work that Talos Australia is doing in the underwater space uh, where you're utilising academia in that broader ecosystem? Thank you for that, Grant. Thanks for giving the opportunity to discuss um, this really important and, and um, great opportunity for Talos to be involved in Talus, we're in one direction towards supporting this autonomous transition that we're seeing within navies. If I focus on the underwater environment in the first instance, uh, one of my key roles is to accommodate uh, a solution to what Adrian so eloquently talked about being the, um, the scale of the problem that's ahead of us. This is real. I come from 18 years in the military with the Royal Navy, the Royal Australian Navy, a bit of time in the Royal New Zealand Navy. I'm a bit of a Commonwealth groupie. Um, but essentially, this problem is real and it's only becoming obvious to the lay populace now. Everybody's got great ideas, but without a strategic goal, it's very, very hard for us to target R&D efforts and, and the, the finite funding resources that we have, um, the expert um, academic um, capabilities that Adrian and, and other academic institutions have around the country. We must be pointing in the same direction towards common goals. And that's why I'm uh, absolutely thrilled and, and extremely proud to be the one leading Talas' effort into this um, C-1905 Maritime Mine Countermeasures and Military Survey transition project, which is transitioning the Navy from legacy systems, ships and sonars attached to those ships, into a very, very modern system of systems, um, which require you to get the most out of that case capability, you've got to truly understand the systems themselves to harness their power and truly have an understanding of the underwater environment and the threat that you're up against. There's an awful lot of variables within that. So Gavin, you've spoken about the importance of a common goal and touched on the importance of utilising academia. How does RobotX specifically relate to this? Uh, RobotX is one opportunity that I see from myself in Talos as well as our, some of our expert engineers like Aaron on the call is that we get to see some of the challenges and we can all start generating an ecosystem where we've got not just a network but we can understand I mean it's easy for me to say go away and make this thing go 200 metres and I want to see the, the, the subsurface environment in the following conditions the physics of the whole thing and the environment we're dealing with is extremely challenging so if you want air surface and subsurface autonomy and you want it all to work and have a reliable, repeatable and robust outcome, you have to generate an ecosystem that truly understands these challenges. 
Thanks, Gavin. Aaron mentioned the importance of investing in and supporting young talent. What's your thoughts on this? Um, one of the biggest things that was mentioned earlier from my point of view is to really attract that brightest talent. And I'm not trying to say Talus will hoover up all of them. Far, far from it. Um, you know, this is not a monopoly. This will only work if the primes like Talus come together, sharing the spoils and sharing the load and the risk. And that's the only way we can accommodate this. So from my point of view, Robotics is just an opportunity to bring those great minds together, show thought leadership, and to really, as I say, build that confidence in the systems, build the confidence um, in the trust that we're trying to develop in these systems. So uh, what other projects are you engaged with in the underwater space that utilize the future talent you've all spoken about? So we're already engaged in other projects, of course, with autonomy. Uh, we are the um, flagship program for Maritime with the Trusted Autonomous Systems Defence Cooperative Research Centre. Uh, we're developing a project that's very close to my heart as an ex-mine warfare and clearance diver, where we're looking at using swarming micro UUVs to do that search, classification, uh, localization, and ultimately neutralization in the very shallow waters, very dynamic environment. So, yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled to be part of this and I, and I look forward to, to where it will take us because it's just another step on the, on the, on the journey. So, Gavin, you, you mentioned something in there just before about the primes working together. Now, if the primes are quite typically competing against each other, uh, there's the classic word uh, cooperation, uh, like cooperative competitors and things. How do you find that cooperation between groups that otherwise would be competing and also the aspect of legislation or government involvement, things like that, uh, in terms of, oh, you're actually colluding now, you've gone beyond competition. How, how does that line work? Yeah, as I say, I've done nearly five years in Talos, walking away from 18 years in the Navy, uh, multiple navies. Um, we need an enterprise approach, and I'm very pleased to say that that is the way the Commonwealth within Defence are promoting it. So uh, how does this relate to C-1905? So we've got within our team, Talus, with Raytheon Australia, with uh, a Blue Zone group out of Newcastle, with Becker Group within Sydney, Huntington Inglis um, out of the US with their vehicles, and then our existing partnerships from our, um, our um, in-production capability from the, from the Anglo-French program, uh, Maritime Mine Countermeasures, with L3 Harris and Saab Dynamics. We are building this ecosystem system globally right now and I'm very proud that Talos are playing a part in that and uh, we want to bring along those institutions like Newcastle University I mean that's going to be the, the foothold of our support solution for this um, uh, capability that we intend to bring in under C1905 so that Newcastle region that Hunter region is very important to us as are the SMEs that we've garnered throughout our time looking after the mine hunter coastals in that region. And I guess that uh, like you've just mentioned, the SMEs. Uh, so it's not all the big, big fish, as the saying goes. Can you touch on the importance of working with local experts in the underwater space and, and how this is benefiting the customer? 
We are evergreening that capability is where academia and most importantly, SMEs can support, um, whether that's algorithmic support to develop something that's targeted to the Australian threats or environment um, or our specific operational requirements, or it's sensors or hoses or hydraulics. All of that needs to be garnered and generated. And that, that that's a huge undertaking. Uh, and Talos don't deal with that stuff. Talos will be the umbrella to bring all of that together but we are not about usurping other companies to generate that we want to this if you can walk away with knowing that our commitment is there for this ecosystem um, in conjunction with academia in conjunction with SMEs and in conjunction with other major primes that would be the biggest message I can pass to you today and robotics is just part of that journey as I say well fantastic I think that's uh, really explored not just robotics and the academia and industry engagement but also the benefits and Involvement with whole large areas of uh, Australian industry and so on at, at multiple layers. So, gents, I'm going to throw the question out. Uh, Aaron, do you have any last comment or, or, co or content you'd like to put in as we wrap this up? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to add that um, uh, the Talus RoboDex team that is um, leading this group of, of university students here um, is comprised of a good amount of young people um, who are not too far off from the, the students themselves who are participating in the competition. So, you know, myself, I'm only three years out of out of university from graduating from my bachelor's. And um, we've, we've got other um, uh, employees from Talus who are uh, either still studying their bachelor's or just about to finish. And so uh, we feel that we're able to relate to these students uh, on a more personal level, and that's really helping them to um, access what it's like um, on the other side of the line in industry, um, understand um, what it takes uh, to become an effective engineer, um, someone who can add value to the business. And that allows us to be able to guide them, sort of mentor them, um, and really just help them accelerate that transition from university to industry. And really that's going to help them in their career development in the long term. So um, there are those sort of side effects or those side benefits to these students and this relationship that we have with um, Newcastle Uni and, and Flinders and, and UCID. Um, that may not be something that you just put down on paper, something that's so clear in dot points, but those are those are benefits are definitely there and the students are definitely uh, reaping those benefits. So we're looking very forward to how the students perform um, um, at RoboDex themselves. We're really there being mindful about the motivational levels, um, how well they are keen to perform. Um, and, and that's going to be a very grueling uh, and tough week for them because um, no doubt things are going to go wrong. But Talos is going to be there to help support them along the way as best as we can. Oh, that's excellent. Thank you very much. That's a, a good view on, uh, on working with academia and uh, the benefits. So, Adrian, uh, over to you. Any final comment before we wrap up? Yeah, I might zoom in to, uh, to RoboDex and then try and zoom out if I can a little bit. It's interesting to watch students work together on this project, just, just reflecting on some of the challenges that we face across the globe. Uh, this, this is a very, you know, RoboDex is quite a small by comparison, and students are in there competing um, against other universities, also competing against each other. So they're out to try and get better employment. They're also trying to maximise their marks while they're at university and, you know, have the best CV. And yet uh, we notice that they work very strongly together and they try and support each other and make sure that everyone gets all across the line, even within a competitive environment. 
if I try and extrapolate from that to the bigger picture, I guess one of the challenges that we face not only as, as universities and industry, but as a, as a country and as a globe is how can we make this a win-win for, for everyone so that companies can work together and still um, not necessarily give up what they're in the business of doing um, and universities can work together also and, and not give up what we try and have competitive edge over. Um, some of these projects uh, bring people together in a way that is, is unique and uh, focuses their attention on trying to provide solutions for a real challenge uh, in, in real circumstances and I think they often, a lot of the barriers that we pretend exist, uh, we manage to overcome quite, quite happily in order to you know, meet some of these challenges and I can only hope that you know, robotics is a small glimpse into the way that industry and academia can work together more generally to solve some of the bigger challenges. Excellent. Thank you for that. And Gavin, lucky last, any final comment before we wrap? I think, you know, the way Adrian puts it once again, we've all got to be we've all got to be swimming in the same direction, but this competitive environment shouldn't build tension. It should uh, we we should be able to fine tune where we where we can allocate the best minds to get the most on behalf of Australia. Um, and I and I think yeah, events like Robotics enable us to do that. And as I say, we'll be we'll be represented by Talus as well as Raytheon Australia, Becca and uh, Blue Zone Group in the first instance. So that's that's great that we'll be able to expose them to some of the opportunities perhaps that we can give to these brightest minds. Excellent. Fantastic. Really appreciated your time, gentlemen. This has been a great conversation. I've learned a lot and quite excited to uh, see what comes out of Robotics and uh, these industry academia partnerships in future. So thanks, gents. And of course, thanks to everyone for listening once again. And don't forget, if you enjoyed this episode, you can like us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice as this helps others to discover our show. Meanwhile, thanks for listening in and we'll be back in the not too distant future with another informative episode. The ADM podcast is produced by Southern Skies Media on behalf of Australian Defence Magazine, a YEFA media title. The views of the people appearing on this podcast do not necessarily represent the views of Australian Defence Magazine, the Department of Defence or the guest's employer. If you wish to use any of the audio in this podcast, please contact Australian Defence Magazine via their website, australiandefence.com.au or via email at defmag at yaffa.com.au. You've been listening to a Yappa Media Podcast. Southern Skies Media.